Hello, America, and welcome back to another episode of the Hear Me Tell It, the life and times of Jerry Daniels. When you've had your daily dose of today's craziness, dealing with all them Karens out there, ride shotgun with old JD as he goes back and recounts the life and times of growing up in the South during the 60s and 70s. I believe we were called baby boomers. Stories that you will say, yep, I've done that, but I ain't gonna tell my kids, and I ain't never told my spouse, but whatever the truth be, it will be this, to hear me tell it. Well, hello folks, and good morning, and welcome to another episode of To Hear Me Tell It. You know, I've uh, been giving a lot of thought about this podcast stuff, and I would be remiss without starting by saying thank you to the uh, handful of folks that... Uh, that come on board and listen. I appreciate it. I mean, I don't get anything for it other than self-satisfaction. And remember I told y'all when I first started this, this was all my damn wife's idea. Laura always feels like she needs to uh, give me a hobby. And I'm not sure, but as I get older, that seems to be more prevalent is uh, she needs to give me a hobby. Uh, I don't need a hobby because I got a full-time job. Uh, And she says I need to putts more. I don't have time to putz. Between working um, and my household duties, uh, meaning the yard and all the other things that need to be taken care of, maintenance, regular scheduled maintenance and stuff, and the vehicles. Yes, I'm 61 years old, and I still change my damn oil on my vehicles. So, uh, And I rotate my own tires. I don't need anybody to do that, and I'll I'll pay somebody to do that when I can no longer do that. But, uh, and there's a lot to be said, wait, if you want it done right, you do it yourself. So I do enjoy, uh, I got a few hobbies, but Laura, again, was like, I need to do this uh, podcast thing. So now her, her newest pitch is, Laura says, oh, you need to do a, uh, a YouTube and people can see you. I'm like, well, I don't know about all that. So anyway, so, but thanks uh, back. I just scrolled a little bit, but thanks for the folks who are listening. I know that somewhere this morning, uh, Mike Posey and Joe Stitka and probably Bob Gherkin and um, maybe Al Reeder, uh, not in the mornings. Uh, I think Bill Amos used to, but he's busy as Rip, too, so I don't think he has time to listen to stuff anyway. So I I said that when I started, this wasn't going to be political. You know, and the whole intro talks about to hear me tell it, to tell stories, and stories that maybe my my spouse and some other folks ain't never heard about. Um, but I'm I'm going to tell a story this morning, and I don't know. I look back, I I don't have any record of me telling this story. So, as my great friend Jeff Potter would say, uh, maybe I'm up for a repeat at this age. So if you've heard it, maybe you're up for a repeat. I don't know. <clears throat> but I said I wasn't going to get political. I said I wasn't going to get political. So I'm not. Yet, I may just do it on this this cast right here. Who knows? But the world, the world is 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 at a state of unrest, the likes I've never seen before. Now, granted, I'm only sixty one. So, what have I seen? I'm I'm not old enough to say I I I saw or experienced, you know, the uh, the the Civil War in the United States obviously, uh, or the, the um, World War One, World War II, Korea, or Vietnam. Uh, my 
my take on Vietnam was is what I saw on TV and what I heard Daddy and the men talk about at the City Cafe. That's 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 the extent of that. And then I got to meet people like Dennis Kroll, who lived it and whatnot. And I think uh, I think Jerry Weldon as well. But we had a lot of Vietnam vets uh, there in Taylor County that, that came home, and and I, and I had a cousin uh, that lived it. He was a vet as well. And then there was some Hartley boys across the street. I think one of their boys was in Vietnam. But anyway, there's a lot of unrest in the nation today. Now, for Christians, for Christians, we believe, uh, we believe in the Almighty, and we believe in what the Scripture says. There will be a day of uh, reckoning. So we believe what the Scripture says is that Jesus will rise and return again and uh, reclaim uh, this kingdom, His kingdom on earth. Anyway, so that day's coming. So we believe that. Uh, as Christians, we don't believe that, you know, uh, if we die, that that we go to some utopia, not heaven, and that by by some hideous act that, you know, that like if we strap a bomb on us and blow ourselves up and kill a bunch of other you know, so-called non-believers, that uh, that we'll we'll go to this place and be granted, uh, you know, all the these fleshly things that man desires, uh, money, gold, and and have all these wives. I don't I don't know what that is. I mean, hell, I got one wife. I, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Uh, you know, I'm just I'm playing here. But could you imagine dying, be standing at the gates of of of, of heaven, and there's Saint Peter looking at you, and he says, "Hey, man, you did good. We're gonna give you fifty wives." I go, "Are you freaking kidding me?" You know, I I. I no, I don't want 50 wives, you know. So anyway, maybe they, they use the word wives kind of loosely. I don't know. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I make, I'm messing this up. Uh, virgins, that's what it is. Yeah, that the cult believes that if they, they, if they, they do something, then they'll be, they'll be granted like 50 or 75 or 100 or 700. I don't know what the freaking number is. Virgins. And, and I don't know what all the, the glory of that is either. Uh Anyway, I think I think that's damn overrated myself. But anyway, um, there's a lot of unrest in in society, and we're of course we're all watching on the news. We're all watching on the news. But I am most. I'm trying not to get down down into the weeds on this weeds on this, but I am just amazed. I guess is a lack of better words, man. I don't know. Shocked, amazed, dumbfounded. Like it can't be true, of these these news clips of and and you know they're obviously they're they're audio and the video, but these news clips of the of the folks and most of them are young, but these people in America who are chanting and supporting the Hamas organization and what they do and what they stand for and what they did. Could you imagine, could you imagine what would happen, what would have happened if in the streets of New York, Chicago, Detroit, Los Angeles, Atlanta, you name it, it doesn't matter. But could you imagine what the results would have been had people been in the streets marching, carrying Nazi flags, and screaming the support 
of what the Nazi Party was doing. It's a cult, but what the Nazi Party was doing, what the and and the German people were condoning, uh, supporting Hitler, uh, and and what they were doing, you know, trying to take over all of Europe, all of Western Europe, and at the same time, Hitler was so, uh, I guess, full of himself. He figured. You know, because remember, if you remember your history right, you know, Hitler Hitler was all pals with you know, the Russians and the Italians. And then he was trying to, you know, woo the, the Japanese at the same time as he was trying to, to, to woo the Egyptians and all this other kind of stuff. But uh, could you imagine what the outcome would have been had folks been marching in the streets of, uh, of America somewhere, waving Nazi flags, and and protesting against the U.S. or uh, the Western Europe allies fighting the Nazis uh, against their bombing campaigns. Yeah, I can't imagine it either. It wouldn't have been tolerated. I guarantee you that. And there would have been there would have been a lot of blood on the streets. Yeah, it wouldn't have been tolerated. Not in not in the slightest. Could you imagine what would happen if the same thing would have happened if people were marching in the streets waving the imperial Japanese flag and protesting America's uh, bombing of all those Japanese cities trying to get the war to come to an end? That's what they're trying to do. They were just trying to, trying to stop it. So I can't imagine that either. But here today in America, we have... Uh, a considerable now amount of young adults who are displaying publicly, they're, they're publicly displaying a level of ignorance, the likes I've never seen. I've never seen, I'm, no way. And, and there is no, there is no reasoning. There is no, there is no uh, dialogue that's, that, you know, that results in anything meaningful. Because um, you know the 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 veils that cover their eyes and their ears is uh, it's pretty strong, pretty strong. They're not going to see it. They're not going to see it. Uh, as the Bible would say, they're fools. They are. They're just plain fools. And um, and I think what's more shameful and disappointing is that our U.S. government is bowing and bending to this insanity. Uh, I, uh, I can't grasp it. That's just like, wow. I'm, I am glad. I don't say this with any sense of pride. I am glad my mom and daddy are not alive to see this. I'm glad my grandparents are not alive to see this. And I'm sad that my children, and I have one grandchild, but my children and my granddaughter are going to have to live through this because this is not going to get better before it gets much, much, much worse. It's not. So I pray that my children um, become more attuned to what's going on around them. Um, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll say it. And uh, I, don't th- I don't think, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think my daughter or my son listen to my podcast and I don't care. But I know they don't listen to it. But the, they don't, you know, it's it's a different generation. I don't I don't know about y'all's kids, 
But my kids are, uh, I guess they're millennials. I don't know. They're in their young 30s, uh, late 20s. They don't even listen to the news. They don't watch the news. They, I guess they, I'm just, I'm, I'm guessing here. And I'm guessing that many other, the youth today, they get their news from pure D 100% social media. They don't do research. They don't look for credible news sources. Uh, they don't seem to bounce stuff off of, of, of history, but uh, yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't seem to, you know, watch news. Uh, and if they do watch it, it's news clips from MSNBC or CNN because that's what's popular with the young folks. You know, if you watch Fox News or Rumble or Breitbart or some other conservative type news, um, you know, you're the you're the damn Antichrist. Oh, I can't believe you watch that. You know, if you if you listen to people like Sean Hannity or Jesse Waters or or Dan Bongino. Uh, you know, or or Mark Levin, or and, and the list goes on. You know, it used to be Rush. We miss Rush Limbaugh, but if you you listen to those folks, uh, you know the young people today go, "Oh, you're you're just brainwashed." I'm like, nah, nah. You can, you know, words are cheap, but anyway. So anyway, we, we you know, we're seeing unrest, uh, the lights we've never seen before, and I don't know where this ends. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where this is going to go uh, based on what is happening right now today. Uh, you know, there's there's all these folks screaming, uh, wanting the Israelis to take a pause. I don't, re- I don't recall anybody asking for a pause. You know, all that crap started in Korea. That's where all that crap started. Well, we need to take a pause. And when you take a pause, your enemy has time to regroup, rethink, resupply, rearm, and remotivate and and uh, you know rethink their strategy or whatever. That's what happens when you when you when you have a pause. If you if you go to war, uh, the objective should be to win, and it means uh, as fast as possible uh, with the least amount of casualties. That's that's what it is. At least I think that's what it is. Is is do it do it fast and uh, and don't pause. You don't pause. You don't you don't give your enemy time to strategize and start thinking about what your next move is. Nope. So, and we use this word. I say we the 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 liberals uh, and a lot of the talking heads and I, and some of them I think they use it loosely because they just know that's the word to throw it out there. They talk about well, it's a humanitarian crisis in uh, in the Gaza Strip. Uh, no, it's not a humanitarian crisis. It's not. It's inhumane. And what Hamas did, which Hamas is the government, they can they 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 try to paint this picture that oh Hamas is like this radical group of uh, of uh, terrorist organization, and they just kind of hang out there in the Gaza Strip. No, they're not. Hamas is the governing body. Hamas. I'm going to say this is again. They have an army. They have a. They are the government of Palestine. That's what they are. They tax everything that comes in that country. They tax everything that comes in that country. And all those Palestinians that are there, they live under this rule of this brutality. And you know what? One only needs to read the history books to see that that's the way they live. Those tribes have lived that way for thousands of years. It's the rule of the mob. 
And the people that rule Hamas, they don't that run the Hamas and and the Hamas again is the government of Palestine. They, those people who are in charge of Hamas, they don't even freaking live there. They don't live there. It is a corrupt, thug, brutal gang of of monsters. How about that? That's what I'll say. So anyway, so the the fact that the the Palestinian people uh, live under this is is inhumane, and the fact that the Hamas uses them, abuses those people, which they've done for a long time, is humane. So to say that, oh, we need to do something because, you know, we got to have humanitarian relief. Well, no, because they're inhumane. The whole damn lot of them are inhumane. There's nothing human about them. There's not. There can't be. What kind of, what kind of cult, what kind of organization is, well, we want to annihilate an entire race of people. The Jews, that's their charter. In Syria, uh, Iran, uh, Libya, uh, Egypt, uh, Saudi, uh, the Lebanese, they're all silent. The Yemenis, they're all silent. And they're all just uh, you know uprising springs of tribes from thousands of years. They can't stand the Palestinians. They hate them with a passion. There's a bloodline in the Palestinians, being the Palestines, but there's a bloodline. The rest of the Arabs, they can't stand them. They hate them with a freaking passion. They don't want nothing to do with them, and they use them like they're pawns. So all they do is, especially Iranians, is, hey, we'll just give them tons of money and propaganda, and we'll get them to do every freaking thing in the world to do dirty work. You know what? And they do it. Why? Because the people at the top in the Hamas organization yeah, they got all the money, they got all the food, they got all the alcohol, they got all them virgins they look for, they got it all. They don't lift a freaking finger. Yep. So there's nothing humanitarian about it. No, there's not. You know what, and I, uh, I applaud Israel. I do. And the scripture is very clear. Yeah, you turn your back on Israel, you turn your back on God. So I, I applaud the Israeli people. Uh, my... I ain't going to say stupid stuff like, oh, my heart breaks for you. I pray for you. I pray for Israel every day. But uh, you know what? I applaud you guys. I applaud you, and I just support you 100%, and I hope you go after everything that's evil in the Gaza Strip with a vengeance. I do. Go after it with a vengeance. War's ugly. It always has been, and it always will be. War is ugly. One, just open a history book. Start with the Bible and read about wars. Do your homework. Look about all these different wars. They're ugly. They're ugly. Nothing is clean and pretty uh, about a war. Zero. A lot of innocent people die because of wars. They die for other reasons, but yep. So back in the, uh, you know, the, 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 I'll just say the 40s to, to, to make it simple. But when the massive bombing campaigns were going on in Germany and the massive bombing campaigns were going on in Japan, I don't recall any news organizations here talking about, oh my gosh, there was uh, 5,000 women and children killed last night in Japan because those evil bombs dropped from those U.S. military aircraft. Nah, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Nope. Didn't happen. Yep. 
And I don't remember all the people in the streets, uh, uh, you know, chanting uh, stop Britain and America and the other uh, Western allies from bombing Germany. That didn't happen. Nope. Yeah. And I don't, I don't remember anybody uh, in, in, the, uh, in, the, in the German streets. And I don't, I don't, maybe I missed it, but I don't remember anything in history of all the German people out in the streets marching against Germany because they were bombing Britain and, and killing women and children nightly. I don't, I don't recall that either. Maybe I missed that too. I don't know. Anyway, I said I wasn't going to get political, but I am. And this, this right here is not the nail in the coffin. It's not. Uh, but it's damn a fly in the, it's a fly in the soup. I guarantee you that. And I don't, I don't know where this is going to end, but the Hamas organization is a, uh, is, is pure evil. That's all I can say, man. It's evil. It's evil like we've never seen before. And I'm, I just can't fathom what, what kind of human, because they're not human, they're inhuman. What kind of animal, what kind of animal would just go and attack a, another group and burn people alive, cut the heads off, kill mamas, women, and children? And, I mean, all that crap they did. You don't need me to tell you, but they, but they did that. And the question is, why? Why did they do it? What would motivate somebody to do that? Is kick in your doors and shoot everybody sitting at the dinner table because of what you believe or what you don't believe? You know what? It took a lot of years to indoctrinate somebody to, to foster that kind of hate. It took a lot of years. And the Iranians and some other ones, they're all behind it 100%. And uh, in closing, I'll just say, don't take your eyes off what's going on in our government. Because uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I have reason to believe that uh, there, are, there are people that in our government, that has been in our government, they got, they got their hands in this too. So it's bigger than what we think it is. At least I think it is. All right, that's all I got. God is good, and uh, we know where the end game is. I don't, uh, I don't advocate violence at all. And I'm not going to start. So that's that's uh, one of my principles. And that's it. So thanks. I said I wasn't going to get political, but I did. And uh, so there it is. Maybe next week I won't. I'll talk about something different. Start talking about uh, talk about the uh, how how a leaf will stick to the deck, even though I've got a, a leaf blower that's got I don't know what the CFM of, of air it's moving, but uh, whatever the coefficient of friction is that a leaf can it. it stick itself to my deck and I can have a, a, a gas powered leaf blower three inches from it that would blow over a daggum uh, Volkswagen, but it won't, it won't blow a leaf off my deck. I have to reach down and pick it up. And that just, that just blows me. No pun intended. That blows me away. All right. That's all I get. Hey man, Mike Coker is probably uh, heading South. No, he's probably already gone South. So that's it. Love y'all. God bless. Bye. Sickle. Mm-hmm.